to the Black Retreat. I am your host, Misha L. And this is my beloved guest, <laughs> Terrence Terrell. What's up, you y'all? may know him from everything. Terrence has been in a bunch of stuff. When I was researching more, I was like watching your reel. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like, you literally, I didn't even know you were on Criminal Minds. Yes. And shameless yes i i don't understand like how do you even have the time to do all this i will keep a check <laughs> <laughs> i was just talking about friends you know, she's like t gonna keep a check she yeah. said, we would watch something the commercial came on and she was like it was a new one and she was like t gonna keep a check. you are going to and you you the freaking motor the motor in the progressive commercials like yes. you literally do everything and i love that for you yes. but I like to start the show out telling my listeners and watchers how I met my guest. <laughs> now, okay, so I'm not sure if Terrence knows the whole story of how we met. But <laughs> All right. So, I work at a tax office, my day job, uh, and I was gone out of the office for like two weeks. And I'm the receptionist, so <laughs> sometimes other people will check voicemails, but not often. But um, Jessica, I had got to work, and she was like, ain't nobody checked the voicemail since you've been gone. Oh, I was my like, God. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, like, so that was the first thing I had to do when I got to work. So um, I sit down. I'm checking the voicemails. I had just watched a show that Terrence was on that I, like, fell in love with very quickly. And uh, actually – you were on two shows. I didn't on know BET Plus. Oh God! <laughs> you were on. So I had like an overdose of oh, Terrence Terrell, and oh, when I God. tell you I had just watched them, I had like just watched them while I was going. So I sit down <laughs> to listen to the voicemails, and the thing is, is that I didn't know him before I watched the shows, and so when I was watching it, I was like, "Who is this nigga?" <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm a black woman. I'm like, who is this big, fine, black man? And so I done, like, Googled him. I'm like, oh, his name is Terrence Terrell, blah, 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 all this stuff. I had no idea. I followed you on Instagram after I watched Bigger. So, or that show. So, (laughs) but anyway, so I'm listening to the voicemails. So all of a sudden I hear... Hey, um, this is Terrence Terrell. Uh, I was referred to you by whoever. And y'all, I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> so, like, I like listened back to the voicemail like four times. And I was like, and I turned, the thing is, is I'm the only black girl in my job. So everybody else is either Hispanic or white. So I, I am the dramatic receptionist <laughs> all the time. They used to it at this point. I stand up <laughs> and make an announcement. And I was like, hey, everybody. Um, so my future husband <laughs> is on <laughs> is on our voicemail. And I understand that everybody is booked up for this tax season, but one of y'all needs to get him in here. And he asked for a gym. And I was like, look, Jim, he's like, we always say he reminds us from Stanley from The Office. Yes. Uh, but he's this older white guy, but he acts just like Stanley. And I, like, go up to Jim, and I'm like, he asked for you, so you need to take him. And that's the end of this discussion. Thank God. Because, <laughs> y'all, my taxes were jacked the, up. 
Y'all, they hooked me up. And you got, as a black man, just anybody in here with business, y'all hooked me up. Like, the EI, but I had my EIN number and everything he else. Did. But I just, somebody messed my taxes up. They did. Not and like dependents or anything like that. Yeah, but just no. Like, it was um, we ain't gotta get some person that. messed up his taxes and we had to fix them. So, y'all pay attention to y'all money. Yes. And, like, just having a basic understanding of how taxes work goes a long way yes. because people will F you over yes. and they don't care because it's not theirs. And so, like, because that was, what, two years ago? That was two years ago and they did almost four years of taxes for me. So, mm-hmm. it was, y'all had to go back and fix everything. And we still, we just found out we, we got to fix go, was another one, year. 2018. Like, <laughs> but so, thank God, it's thank God, you know, it's not as bad. But yeah. still, it's just annoying and I just, you know... I feel like when we were kids, we didn't know anything about taxes. Yeah, no. And so I not. feel like when I grew up and you start going around these people, you got to remember it's called show business. Yeah, And exactly. like I'm like, where's the business part? And the business part comes with your taxes. Make sure you got exactly. your S-corp to make sure you're not being taxed as an mm-hmm. individual and all, all this stuff can be written off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and just make sure you're working with people that you can trust. Yes. Because if not, like, that's really all you got is your word and your loyalty. And once somebody jacks you up like that, like... Because Terrence, he is a connection, a, a very good one also, just because he's, like, sweet as hell no. and just a good person. But <laughs> it sucks because, like, people will look at him and be like, oh, I'm just, I don't care. And to know, like, how caring and nice he is, even if he wasn't, like, nobody deserves for their stuff to be messed over like that. So just take care of yourself. Take care of your taxes. <laughs> take care of your taxes. So anyway, fast forward. <laughs> That uh, so Jim got Terrence in, and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Congratulations! I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> but I've never been. I've done interviews, but I've never been able to like have a whole manic pedicure going on. Yeah, I got a robe on. She, she made me take my clothes off. I still got stuff. It under, was a but. necessity at this point because I mean, he do it for his other shows. He might just right. do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally just kidding. No, Terrence is a respectable actor um, <laughs> and it just so happens that like literally I'm not kidding he was on two shows at the same time yes. and I was so confused well not confused I was more like flattered you know what I'm about to take these down but I was more like flattered because um I was like the fact that uh this is ghetto no it's not it's actually it's real <laughs> It's real. I love it. But I was like, the fact that uh, you could be on two different shows at the same time, and, well, I don't know, like, when you shot them, but they were two completely different characters. Different shows, yeah. And that they actually, those bigger and First, First Wives, Wives Club. Club, yes. Yeah, they actually opened, those are the two shows that started BET Plus off. Yeah. And so I, I really didn't understand. I feel like you just work so much, like, just trying to get the grind, right? Yeah. I didn't even realize until the night of the premiere that they had to launch the um, the app that I was on two shows at the same time, yeah. two different people. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, on to the next. Yes. But, yeah. So, but that was very cool of you. Okay. Yeah, because I'm tired of fiddling with these headphones. But I'm right. Anyway. So, <laughs> but like I've mentioned, you have done a whole lot yes, in your that. career thus far. Um, so, the first question I want to ask is, do you feel like you're successful? And what does success mean to you? Do I feel like I'm successful? I've, that's a hard question. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Now, I yeah. feel a little successful, meaning like if there's a day, like I don't take naps because we little, we used to get whoopings and go to sleep. Yeah. And I get up, so I, I'm against naps, but now as a grown man, <laughs> I love a nap. Yeah. So like today, being able to have a nap and not being stressed, like, yeah. Like this, that, this, but of course I got all my work done. Early. Yeah. So yeah. I wake up at four o'clock, and by by the time one o'clock comes, my whole day's done. Yeah, because I be texting you early. Yeah, so I be, yeah, I be, I be, go, you know, I'll text right back. People like, why are you up? I'm like, why are you texting me? But um, yeah, I think I, I feel like I'm successful now a little bit, but I'm always, you know, um, I feel like once you start feeling too successful you forget the work mm -hmm. so i always work as if i have nothing yeah and that's always keeps me going so getting an emmy didn't make you feel successful oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what that 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 surprised me that yeah. surprised me because when you're a kid i didn't really think about an oscar or anything i just wanted to be like eddie murphy yeah um and yeah when i got the emmy it was more like Wow! Like yeah. this, I'm getting a award for doing what I love to do. Yeah. So it was, yeah. It's still really weird when you say successful. Yeah. It's really weird. Even this morning when I was talking to one of my best friends, I was like, "Oh yeah, celebrity. We're celebrities." But even when people are, "Oh, you're a celebrity," it yeah. sounds weird. But yeah, you, you almost have to embrace it. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless like if you're a doctor, you have to say, "I'm a doctor." So yeah. it's like it's a title at this yeah. point. Yeah. You are. I feel like he's a celebrity, <laughs> honestly, because when it's like. I don't know the fact that first of all you did win an Emmy, like that's a big deal. And then, <laughs> cause I, I loved you already, but uh, when I found out that he was gonna be on the Best Man final oh, chapters, yes. I was like, you done made it. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, they're giving me up. I'm, I might be up. Oh, I, I'm put in that universe. They told, just told me to nominate me for Best Guest Star for another Emmy. Ooh. So I'll be a prime time. Yeah. So I'm excited about Suck that, too. Because that show broke some, that, that show broke records. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like the most streamed show in the world or something. Like and you know what? Records. I am questionable about how I feel about the first Best Man at this point. Uh, just being an adult and looking back like. They was really messy on that show. They was, yeah, it's, I was like, oh. But when they came out with Business Holiday, I was like, oh, like just for all of them to be able to come back and do all that again. And Business Holiday was a perfect movie. It was like, good. it was so good. Was and good. then when I found out they were doing the miniseries, I was like, oh hell yes! Like this is exactly what we want. Yeah. And then. <laughs> on top of all this excitement. Because I think I told out. you, right? Yes. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to feel you. like, you want to do what? I was like, yeah, I'll be back. You was like, what? Yeah, because we just did taxes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And he, he'll he come in and he'll just be like, oh, I'm finna do this and this. And I'll be like, just sitting at my desk drive. Like, <laughs> he finna go to freaking Timbuktu. And I'm like, I just got to answer these phone calls real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's love. Like, it's absolutely beautiful to see your progression even in like Aww. what the two three years we've known each other yeah so it's like really um it's a blessing it's a blessing to be able to uh because after i graduated i was like um i remember telling one of my friends i was like i feel like i'm at level one <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like i feel like we're all at level one like we just graduated we're trying to figure it out and right. we graduated during covid and so it was just like the world stopped yeah and actually that's when i had the idea for the black retreat because i was like i feel like um 
we need to create community yeah. with each other because um, our professors were always like, oh, like, it's really not about what you know, it's about who you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's really important. I would like to ask how important is community to you? Oh, very important. And do you feel like you would be in the position that you were in without community? Oh, the community is very important. Thank God for my grandmother. Always treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Even like with, um, I was already about relationships and reaching out and being a part of just community and just building your village, right? Yeah. And so now being, Miss, I always say Mama Tina. Yeah. Miss Tina, <laughs> Tina knows law saying, because I can't. Miss Mama Tina. I say Mama <laughs> Tina. But being Mama Tina, Mr. Richard, uh, Pops, they have angels and warriors at Waco. Yes. Waco's, um, Tina's, Tina's angels and Richard's warriors. And yeah. it's like we have, almost 100 uh, inner city kids that we mentor yeah. on a weekly basis and we check in. And so that's community. And Miss Tina just teaching. I thought I already knew about giving back. And I'm like, oh, when I make it big, I'm going to give back. Yeah. She's like, baby, you ain't got to wait till you make it big to give back. Give back now. Yeah. Like, you showing up for this mentor and stuff, you doing, that's you giving back. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so even with that, just like connections from that, like me just knowing her and being around her and people – seeing that I'm there to help and work yeah. and do whatever. You know, yeah. I won the Emmy. Yeah. I won the Emmy that week. And the gala was the next week. I, we were filming, oh, bigger. I mm-hmm. came, I did, I was on seven planes. I was in Ohio for the best, not the best man, progressive mm-hmm. stuff was rolling out. My music video was coming out that I did on oh, my yeah, own. And he sings too. And then, <laughs> and then um, uh, the Emmy, I won the Emmy. And then the gala was the next week. So yeah. then I went back to help Mama Tina. With the gala, mind you, she tell everybody I wanted Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> but the gala was at the air hangar in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and we had there was thirty couches outside. I had to be like thirty couches. We had to get these couches in mm-hmm. before it started raining, and then we had to be out of there by ten. It was like nine forty. Like, yeah. It was something like real close. And Miss Team was like, "We about to get fined." And I was like, "The the work was moving slow." Yeah. I picked up a couch on my back and started running the couches in. <laughs> And Miss Tina was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was running and put the couch on my backs and running, running. Then everybody started picking up couches yeah. and trying to run them in. And we got those couches in that, yeah. that hangar within like 10 minutes. Yeah. Miss Tina was dying laughing. <laughs> but I say that to say, like, I was dusty. Yeah. We had, had some dusty Nikes on. But at the same time, when you go and you work with them and you see how hard they work, yeah. like Miss Tina and Beyonce, you, see, you just see how amazing Mr. Richard, all these people – they, it's not about the fame. It's not about the money. Yeah. All that stuff will come. It's about yeah. the work and really putting your heart forward. So I see her. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, you do the same thing. Yeah. It's like you, you would literally be knocking hammers and yeah. she's building stuff on her own. She's creating dresses on the fly. Yeah. I'm like, it's the same thing. So oh. I don't see myself any different. But community, if it wasn't for people like that, my godmother... Um, Mama Don at, um, I got a lot of mamas. Mm-hmm. Mama Don, Mama Stella, who does all my spiritual stuff. Yes. Mama Don, he, she's um, at my godmother. She's in the business as well. She's a VP. Mm-hmm. So she's always telling me to be an artist. And she's yeah. like, you're going, you'll do the stardom. She's like, you need to be an artist. Fall in love with your art. Yeah. So if it wasn't for those amazing women and, of course, my mom my grandma, I wouldn't be, I don't know where yeah. I would be right now. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thank God. So community (laughs) is very important. Yeah. And don't just treat people good because you need something from them. Exactly. Treat them good all the time. Yeah. Like my godmother, I had no idea she was a VP of Sony. Mm -hmm. So 
it was a maybe like two years later or something, and yeah. I get an audition. I'm like, who did I get this from? Because I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it literally came from her. Yeah, you never know. You never so treat people the way you be. Tr- you want to be treated, and you'll like life yeah. is endless. And also, don't treat people bad just because you are somebody. Right, that's some bull. Yes. Yeah, we got a. Whole, I'll be telling you, like, we got a whole bunch of clients who are this at Disney and this at so and so, and they just talk to us crazy, yeah, and it'd be like. Nice. Damn, like, I just wanted to know if you could reschedule to next week. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not nice. It's not nice, but mm. it is. But I feel like, because me and Terrence were talking about this, I feel like it's very important to know that some people are for you and some people are not. Yes. Yeah. Even your friends. <laughs> mm. Some of you got to drop. Yes. <laughs> some of them. You do have to drop. You and have then, to drop them. Yes. And then you question, like, were they really your friends and blah, blah, blah. I feel like at this point in my life as well with the friendships, I feel like they were really, because I'm like, they did it. But I feel like for that season, they're your friends. But when you're elevating and you're really elevating, yeah, it's a scary thing already. And some people can't handle it. No. They can, They want to be, they think they can be next to you, but they can't. Yeah. And it's not your fault, but you just have to elevate. Sometimes your wings are too heavy. You got to. Mm. Take off. Hallelujah. Yeah. Sometimes they just stepping on your wings. Yeah. So I don't know. But um I feel like with letting a lot of people go, me specifically, it in doing that has like pivoted what I'm doing or made me feel like, oh shoot, like well, even this podcast, I'm like, well, I gotta do it myself now. So <laughs> it pushes you, but it pushes you yeah. and it makes you it it it, it pushes you to a, a point where you realize how strong you are. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. And I don't know. And more resilient than anything. And, uh, you know, it, it can change the trajectory of things for you. And on that note, is there anything that you feel like has directly happened to you that affected your career? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, my grandmother passed, my grandfather, well, grandfather passed in my arms, my grandmother passed in my arms. Mm-hmm. My dad passed, I found him, and then my mom passed. Yeah. After my mother passed, and I found her, it was like, I just remember when I first came here, I was like, I can't have a beard. I got to make sure. Why? Because I was like, I got to be clean shaven mm. because, you know, the, com- <laughs> the commercial beard. Hollywood, right? You always <laughs> think, like, this is what other people need, like, no tattoos because yeah. I want to be the Coca-Cola guy. I mean, you know, all this stuff. And so after my mother passed, I remember I let my beard grow. I started getting tatted up. I'm like, mm-hmm. can I cuss? Yeah. I said, fuck this. I'm going to say, I'm, gonna say I'm, I'm living my life the way I want yeah. to because I've seen these amazing people who are responsible for me being here. They had a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. stressed about bills and not really living life. So I was like, fuck this. I'm about to live. Yeah. So I started growing my beard, started getting tatted, started going to the gym and like, mm-hmm. fuck this. I'm going to do what I got to do yeah. for me. I'm going to, I did the exercise where I wrote my name on a piece of paper and I start putting, like, uh, what I want that name to mean. Mm. And then after that, I was like, well, whoever else, fuck, nobody else got to do that but me. Yeah. I got to represent me. Yeah. So after that, the same casting directors I, that I was going for, to for years, mm. I remember one, I won't say her name, she's so beautiful, um, spiritual-wise, and beautiful, whatever, I was like, she ugly. But no, the, she's nice. She's nice. She's, she's a nice get lady. the point. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I go there, and mind you, I've been in front of this woman for three, four years. Yeah. Same audition after audition. Get in the room, and she's, uh, I do the whole day. She's like, that was really good. She's mm-hmm. like, are you new to L.A.? And I said, <laughs> I said, 
said no. I said I've been here. I've been in your office at least fifty times. Yeah. I said, but you didn't see me because I didn't see me. Mm. And she start crying in the casting of casting office. And she, I'm like, I'm not trying to make you cry. I'm just letting you know you didn't see me because I didn't see me. I didn't know who I was. And I said mm. now. And she was like, what? I was like, yeah. And then she started telling about her son, different things that he was going through. Yeah. Um, and um, all this stuff. And I'm like, and then we in the room for 30 minutes. She yeah. crying. I'm trying to come down. I was like, <laughs> now this is why this damn line's so yeah. long out here. People are being here at 4 o'clock and they ain't getting into the room until 5. Yeah. So, but I'm sure she wasn't talking to everybody for yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, she so. was talking. So it was like, until you realize who you are and realize... It has to be something that shakes you to the core. Yeah. And in art especially, I feel like a lot of artists, the best work that comes from them is when they're in their darkest moments. Mm. And a lot of people will tell you that. Yeah. Um, and until you, I call it the Phoenix Rising, until I let that old person die mm -hmm. and create it my own, and I do it every year. Yeah. Like push myself to, you know, reinvent or like just go to the level that I'm afraid of. Yeah. Do something I'm scared mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you realize that, you can do anything you want. We give people power. When you're in these bootleg mm -hmm. relationships, yeah. and this motherfucker, you know, ain't got no car, <laughs> ain't got no money, and you look like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is who I want to be with. That's Pop Pops. This is my baby. I love Please. her. You see how, then I once you leave, you. The, once you leave him alone, then you like, that motherfucker dusty. Yes. She like, ain't got no shoes on. <laughs> she don't do enough. That, because yes. this is the power that we reflect into people. Yeah. So that's your power that you're pushing on the people. So same thing with money and any goals you have. Mm -hmm. If you can put that into a human yeah. and make them feel like they're superior, imagine what you can do if you just manifest and say what you want and mm -hmm. put that same energy that you putting into that dusty woman or that dusty, dusty girl put it into your dream dusty. and just yeah fall in love with yourself yes absolutely because if you don't love yourself you can't love nobody no and you have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome all the time yeah oh. that 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 would be kicking my ass but I see, mean, but like, <laughs> and people are like, oh, it's called cold switching. No, I worked at Lululemon. Uh-huh. And I used to, Did you really? <laughs> I worked at, so you know, you go in there as a tight start. Welcome to Lululemon, dude. So I was like, welcome to Lululemon. And my boy, I can't even do the voice anymore. Yeah. like, welcome, because it's almost. How long all, ago was that? Like seven years ago. Really? And so my voice, I would go into my high pitch, mm -hmm. like, welcome to Lululemon. An actor. And I'm like, we got this tights going from sweat and you know, and I remember one day, even at work, I would be like, uh, when I worked at admissions, uh, my voice, I'd be like, oh, welcome to admissions. But once I got sick one time, I had talked to my real voice. Mm -hmm. my, he was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. He's like, you should go home. You sound terrible. I'm like, this is my real voice. You know what I mean? They thought this voice sound terrible. Hey. But this is my real voice. So it's like, <laughs> but the imposter, I had to do, I was doing that to make sure I wasn't intimidating. Because yeah. I was already the biggest black man in there. I was there. about to say, just your stature. like Yeah, and you, I'm talking high pitch yeah. to make them feel comfortable. Now it's like. Which is weird. Like, yeah. I don't, because my daddy's a big old black dude. And like, he just will walk in somewhere and it's like. like they move yeah. out the way. <laughs> they move. But it's something beautifully intimidating about a big black man yeah, it they, really they get like the hell out of my way yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly because you really don't even have to say i remember randomly when i was in like middle school one of my friend's daddies was a retired football player and we were like at the movies i don't know why i remember this but he was just, he was real tall and real big. And we were at the movies, and there was this long line at the concession stand. And this man literally just walked to the front 
They do what you tell. And we was like this big, like. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just I don't know something about black men. It's power. It yes. It's power, but at the same time, like you have to harness it. You have yes. to not misuse it. Yes. But it's power. Yeah, but when you use it, it's powerful. You, it's it's beautiful yeah. and it's powerful and it's you remember it. Yeah. Like you can't. I don't know. I, I love black men. Like I have a lot of black men in my life, uncles and my granddaddy, and I just and my daddy. Like I, I talk about black men all the time, but it's because y'all are real beautiful to me, and I feel like that was one of the reasons I wanted to do this too. Because I feel like empowering black people is very important yeah. in a space where we don't really get that from other people. So we definitely have to do it for ourselves right. and. Like, have you ever, have you ever gone on a set and been the only one of us? <laughs> a lot. And if so, I'm assuming yes. A lot. <laughs> and how did that make you feel? To be honest with you, it's a responsibility. Yeah. Like, even, and people tell you, even if it's a black set too, but even, but most important, if it is a set where I'm the only one, mm-hmm. um, like one of us, I was on Be Positive. I wasn't the only one. Daryl uh, was on there too, but mm-hmm. I was one of the series regulars. That was yeah. my first series regular job. And so they had like, uh, it was Sydney Portier in the hallway on um, a picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm always um, 30 minutes early. Yeah. When I go somewhere, I'm always 30, 40 minutes early, especially for set. Not to tag. <laughs> But to say, because they taking my money. But uh, so I can take my time to get them my money. I'd be like. But mm-hmm. she's like, uh, it'd be like 10 minutes, if anything. Whatever. So but no, like, this but, is casual. But so. work right, right, right. What did he say? If it was a check, I'll be. Okay. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, you know. Right. But, um, but, no, I felt like it's a responsibility. So I remember anytime I get a call sheet. And that's what you get when you you know your time that you got to be on set. I'm just helping if y'all don't. If y'all do, I'm sorry. Uh, but, like, if I have to be on set at 6 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. that means makeup, hair, whoever had to turn the mm-hmm. lights on, the ADs had to be there maybe 4.30. Yeah. So you being 30 minutes late, when they've been there at 4.30, mm-hmm. waking up at 2 probably, mm-hmm. not even going to sleep probably. Yes. So that's disrespectful. So for me, being on those sets and being the only one, I make sure I'm 30 minutes early mm-hmm. to make sure I get myself together. When I get there, I'm off book. I'm ready yeah. um, to get in the space because it's not just about acting. Like you have to be gracious. You have to say, you don't have to, but I love to make people feel a part of the day. Like yeah. even that's going down to the janitor, set direct decorators, the yeah. caterers. Like it's a lot of energy you got to get off. So yeah. I always give myself 30 or 40 minutes and by myself because I know at the end of, at the, the, the entire day is belongs to everybody else. Yeah. So being the only one, it comes with a great responsibility because now sometimes they don't, they probably never worked with another black person. Yeah. If not, then but, you're going to be the representation yeah. of what, oh, it's another black guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Terrence Sorrell? He was late all the yeah. time. Oh, I bet he don't be late. And that's like the only black person they ever met yes. or ever worked with. So. Yes. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm like coming in like apologizing for my person. No, it's like, I have responsibility. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hit all my P's and Q's. Yeah. But I'm gonna be nice about it, and you know, yeah. because I'm doing it for the people coming up behind me. Mm-hmm. Like my godson, he wants to be an actor, director. So it's He's like, yeah, my little papa, <laughs> Jacob. He wants to. So I'm doing it for the ones who aren't here yet. Yeah, you absolutely. have to pave the way. Speaking of the ones who aren't here yet, I did want to ask you sidebar. Oh, God. So, if you ever had 
like a documentary on your life oh. or a, uh what is it a biography uh-huh. who would you want to play you <laughs> you know what i would <laughs> i want my godson jacob to do it oh i want jacob to do it because jacob he yeah i want Jacob. he's he a got little, you down he's a little virgo <laughs> yeah so he literally coached me i had to go to disney to do uh some voices and he, I showed him the picture, like what voice. He's like, "Oh, use your voice when you get scared, and you go real high with your voice. Use that one." <laughs> he's, he's the next picture, so he coaches me. So yeah, Jacob, I think Jacob would do it. And how old is Jacob? Jacob is eight now. Mm, is yeah. he the one that was on Facetime? Yeah, my he little is cute papa. So cute. He's I love a Virgo. Kids be missing their teeth. He's a Virgo. You Virgo. and your Virgo. Oh, he's a Virgo. He's a Virgo. Terrence is such a Virgo, also. And my yeah. little pop pops. Yeah, so Jacob would play me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and on that note, if you could play anybody, who would you want to play? Teddy Pendergrass. Real? Oh, 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 ooh. Teddy Pendergrass. I want, I want that. I want that movie so bad. They were supposed to come out. Tyrese was supposed to get it, and I don't know how I stumbled across it. You, oh, Nutty Professor. Remember? Oh, you got to, got to close yeah, the yeah. door. <laughs> and I'm like, who sees that? Oh, you got to, got to. Yeah, I was like, who sees that? But it came up later on as I'm a grown-up. I was working at the school, the music school, and I'm like, who is this guy? They kept on saying, you look like Teddy Pendergrass. I'm mm-hmm. like, who is that? And I looked and looked through his life, and I'm like, oh, that's a close-the-door guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, matter of fact, I feel like you got a photo shoot looking yes, like him. Yes, I that, did a photo. Um, yes. Uh, I I can see it in my head. Yeah. The, with the white. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Teddy Pendergrass, and I said even, um, I think Tyrese was supposed to do it, but he's not doing it anymore. Okay. But I said... Give me a year. Mm-hmm. As hard as I'm working, if it's not done, I'm going to get the rights to it. I'm going to buy the rights and do it myself. Hell yeah. Producer and director. I feel like. Because his life, his story is amazing. Yeah, really? Oh, my God. I have never, I I know him, obviously, in his music, but I've never liked You got to uh, watch, it's on Hulu. It's called um, Turn Off the Lights. Okay. And it's about his Turn document. Oh, it's good. Like, he's been through, like, that man went through a lot. Yeah. Like, singing background, hiding himself in background, mm. but his voice was so unique yeah. that he got pulled to the front. And then, like, his manager, who was his girlfriend, mm-hmm. the big red record companies wanted him. Then, all of a sudden, his girlfriend got murdered to then out. It was, it, his story is crazy. They really? got paralyzed. Mm. He was one of the sex symbols. Then he got paralyzed and put in a wheelchair. Oh. And then he tried to kill himself several times. It was, his story is amazing. That poor baby. You know what? All of them singers in, like, the 70s, they yeah. used to go through it. Like, yeah. every one of the, like, <laughs> Every one of the like uh uh what are they called biographies? Why yeah. are you missing that word? Uh, are awful. They're awful. Like, They're like none of them were getting paid at all, and drugs were so rampant during that time. And you, I heard um, the Whitney Houston thing. Remember when she was like her best performances? She was high, mm, and she said, "When you got to sing with the gods, you sometimes you need a ladder." Mm, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't know. That's. I don't know. It's yeah. awful. But, um. Yeah, Teddy Pendergrass. Yes. Well, that, I'm sure that, that would be amazing. It's going to happen. Get it. it is going to happen. Everything's going to happen. But speaking of it going to happen, is there something that you wanted to do or like was really excited about and you failed at it? Or something that you did that you failed at? No. Is that too broad? <laughs> no, because to be honest with you, everything that I've done uh-huh. thus far is everything I want to do, and I do it well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Period. That's the end of the episode. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> I do it. I, if I put my foot out there, 
I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Even like running, my coach, um, I ran for Florence Griffin Joiner, mm-hmm. Flojo International in San Diego. Mm. And so moving to the South, everybody yeah. knew I was coming, running with Flojo M. Yeah. You know, like, oh, they called me Flojo when yeah. I came there. <laughs> then I ran, but it's a different climate. So yeah. then. I was, oh, that could be one. Yeah. I came down there thinking, I'm going to smoke these boys. <laughs> but I forgot, they running through, yeah, uh, they country uh, as hell. It's, it's Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So the heat was different. The cold was different. So my body wasn't used to it. Yeah. I was coming in like last place for that first year. What was year. this? Because you're from the South. Well, we moved Literally to San Diego. from Cleveland, Mississippi. We moved to San Diego. So then my mom, mm-hmm. I went back to Mississippi when I was 15. My mom went to jail. Oh. So I helped my grandmother with open, <laughs> she had open heart surgery. like, yeah, I come hey, from I real life. We getting real. (laughs) Uh, So, um, moved back down there, and I remember I was coming in last. Then I got like third, fourth. Mm -hmm. But then that next summer, we had that summer summer break, and I went to the track every day that Mm -hmm. summer. It was it was 110 degrees humid. Yeah, and I had a little towel in my bottle water. My grandma was like, "You don't kill yourself in that heat." Mm. But I pushed myself. So by the time track season came, that next day I was coming in first place. I was the only one who went to nationals that year. Yeah. So anything I put my foot forward to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And my mom, I remember I was five or six or something. I was doing something, and she came behind me, and she said, I pray to God that you, whatever you want to do in this mm. life, you do it, because if not, you're going to kill yourself doing it. Mm. Yeah, so everything I do, I do it well. Very if Virgo. I, yeah. That is very Virgo. I don't play. Even at five. Right. But your mama knew. She, you, <laughs> that's why you was like, fat. I'm like, have I failed it? <laughs> <laughs> I really <laughs> In my eyes I'm like you never fail if you start. Yeah. So I never fell. So did you always know you wanted to do this? Be an actor? Yeah. No. I when did I, you know? I thought I wanted to do what Eddie Murphy did, but yeah. I I on Boomerang. We should have been watching that. that yeah. Young. But I thought I wanted it. But Eddie Murphy is the reason I went to college because yeah. I thought I wanted to be an advertising executive like him mm. and to wear the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then I went to college. They were like, oh, you should be a model because I was real skinny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to be a model. Then I moved to L.A. like, I'm a model. Yeah. And then I remember the first show, I got like a, a modeling gig. First week out here, I'm like, I'm a model. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that broad paid us with T-shirts and a, I never, it was a baby roof. It was a baby roof for a Milky Way. In the bag at the end. I said, oh, where's our check? She's like, oh, no, it's for the experience. You know, you can stay for the after party. I was like, oh, I ain't never modeling again. So then I jumped into acting. And, Are you serious? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do acting. And it was so funny because in middle school, we had um, an acting. I was in acting class. But I always, I was like, I was scared to be on the stage. So yeah. I would just work the lights. I would be part <laughs> of the production. I'm, like, I'm going to do part of the production. Um, and then, yeah, I just got pushed in front. And that made me want to. Like be in front, and that's why I didn't know anything about Emmys, Oscars, yeah. or anything, because I never wanted to do anything like yeah. that. Yeah. But then when I got pushed to do it, I'm like, I was like, well, I ain't modeling, <laughs> they ain't paying, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna act. Absolutely not. Do you feel like you were getting paid well in the beginning as an actor? Mm, no. Yeah. But at the same time, I was getting paid through just being on set. I yeah. love the fact. At, yeah. at one point, you just I was just so excited to be on set. Like I do love set. Yeah, it was like yeah. Kanye West Love Lockdown was my first big thing I did. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, it's a set. Yeah. You know, craft services. This yes. stuff, this stuff. <laughs> so I was like, then it gets to level once you start doing that. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, where the money at? Yeah. Then it's like, oh, I'm getting like $120. Oh my God. Then I'm like, Absolutely. I need some more money. Exactly. So then it gets to a point, even now it's like, that was nice. I yeah. want some more. Yes. Because once you get that, I always say it's like vampires. Once you get that taste of blood, and yeah. you can make money off your name. Mm-hmm. You like this, it becomes yeah. addictive. And you do everything. You're what? 
an actor, a singer, <laughs> an author, a used to be model. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else? What am I missing? You have a nonprofit. I have a nonprofit. Yes, you write children's children's books. books. Just got finished with the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a show. Uh, hopefully, well, not hopefully, coming out with. Peacock is interested in it. And then I'm teaming up with Selena. Well, I'm teamed up with Selena Gomez for my um, short. Yeah. And we're going up for an Oscar for that. You was telling me about that. Yeah, what's, so, what's, can you tell me about yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's about a story when I try to wash my skin color off when I was little. Because mm. my grandma was high yellow like you, oh. but, but even more <laughs> high yellow. She passed as a white woman. Yeah. You know, and I remember I had cousins lighter skin. And they always got treated better in a sense. Mm. And so I remember one day, uh, my god, my granddaddy said something. He's like, "Oh, you know," I was like, "Yeah, I'm sick of this." Yeah, he's like, "You know, you can wash it off." Mm-hmm. And I went in the bathtub. I took seven baths and tried to scrub my skin. I'm talking about I scrubbed and scrubbed. Why would he say that? I, he, I think he was trying. He was, you know, granddaddy was very hardcore. So he was mm-hmm. trying to teach me a lesson mm. in a sense. And then my grandma came home and I'm like, is it gone? Is it gone? And she was like, is what gone? I was like, granddaddy said, if I, he was dark as me. And my yeah. grandma was high yellow. Yeah. Like, grandma said, granddaddy said, if I, if I could wash it, wash the dirt off, mm-hmm. I could wash the skin. It's just dirt. And she went, she got, I was about to say, I know she, oh, she went off. Mm. But after that, I knew that she, she, she started to do certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, um, even now I could be in the house all day by myself and be fine. Like she was like, you're going to be, you're a light. You need to learn how to be, love yourself and be by yourself. And then like certain things, like I couldn't spend a night over somebody's house unless they had another room with mm-hmm. an extra bed. There's no yeah. sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, no, grandma, it's fine. Right. Yeah. She's like, you that's don't right. sleep on floors. Yeah. Like, I couldn't spend I a night. I was all on my friends. Yeah. Floors. She's like, if anything, they can come over here, but you can't sleep on anybody's floor. Like, yeah. She started giving me these tools that I started to yeah. use to like know my worth. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I can see that though. You are a little bit bougie, but. Uh, I work you, hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like Terrence, he gonna, he gonna have it together, baby. <laughs> That's one thing Terrence is gonna do. Yeah, we work hard. But uh, let me see. I feel like the like, <laughs> we got through you it. Got yeah. It. But I okay. Two last questions okay. that I like to wrap it up with. First question: If you could have one, or not could have one, if you have one, what is your personal motto? For your life, oh, um, I will always say, "What is it?" Oh, Jesus! Oh, it's right here. It's on my arm. Like, <laughs> they don't roll. Uh, it's no, it's real chicken on there. Stop! It's, <laughs> no, this is Arabic. So it's it's faith, focus, freedom. Mm. You know, when your kids in the south, they always say, "Faith is big as mustard seed." Yes. So I say, if you have faith in who you are and whatever you believe in. Mm. You have a lot of focus. You'll have the freedom to do whatever you want to do in this life. Amen. Yeah. Faith, focus, freedom. Yeah. Big as a mustard seed. I think that's in the Bible. Yeah. Anyway. It is in the Bible, but I switched the name of my own. (laughs) Like, like we actually made that up in the South. Right. (laughs) No, Jesus made it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 Okay. And the last question If you could teach a master class on anything, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, you got some good questions. <laughs> oh, if I could teach a master class. I think it would be it would be it would be two of two part master class. Okay. One, how to love yourself 
even through the darkest times and how to manipulate that dark energy into power. Because mm. you know that the light energy is real and that yeah. dark energy is just as real as well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And how to how to use manipulate that energy to um, to get through that darkness, through a little light, being able to st- get your get yourself through that darkness. Mm-hmm. But then the second part, everybody keeps talking about depression, depression, depression. Yeah. Right? And I've been through real depression. Yeah. But nobody tells you what to, how to maneuver after you get out of depression, mm-hmm. how to be happy. Because then yeah. once I started to get happy, I started going to the doctor. I'm like, Doc, my head, something's going on. My head is. Like, he's like, I think you're happy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and one time on Valentine's Day, I ain't gonna get into that. But I was so happy, I threw up. I literally threw up on Valentine's Day because I thought I was in love with somebody and I threw up. And I was like, am I a villain? <laughs> I was like, what is this? For it threw up. Thank God the night was over and I was up by myself, but I ran in the bathroom. I'm like, what the good? Because I was happy. So nobody tells you how to deal with happiness after that is depression. so random. Isn't it random? <laughs> I'm like, this is some crazy shit. Yes. And so I was walking around dizzy and shit because I was happy. Mm-hmm. It was anxiety because I don't have to fight anymore. Yeah. And when you fight, you get to a point where I graduated my master at 21. Yeah. So f- I fought all my life yes. trying to prove people wrong. All my life. All my life I had to fight. <laughs> so I fought all my life to, <laughs> to prove a point. And now that I'm here and I don't have, I'm securing myself and confident yeah. myself. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. I'm like, yeah. it's it's amazing. It it's a good amazing. life, and it's just getting started. Yeah, <laughs> I am so excited that we did this. I'm so happy you came. I really appreciate you. I love you real bad. I love you too. Um, and y'all can follow Terrence on anything. He's on what Instagram. Instagram. TikTok. And they just told uh, me Snapchat is like a sex thing. Is it a sex thing? Um, we just gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know what? Snapchat is tripping. First of all, they don't put this AI person that you can't get rid of on your Snapchat. I saw that, but somebody and, said, Oh, you on Snap, that means you you down for the freakiness. And I was like, What is that? I then I started getting all kind of crazy videos. <laughs> And I was like, oh, and then TikTok is cool, but then my god babies don't like watching TikTok at the best man because the women were like, oh, chocolate. I want. And my little Jay was like, uh-uh, what is this? What is chocolate? I was like, oh, they talking about me, baby. Yeah, now, what is chocolate? This is ridiculous. Please. But I feel like all your comment sections be like that. Like, Because you, matter of fact, you just posted, um... Oh, that, that the skinless. I said shed the layer of skin or something. Um, in the Ivy Park. Yeah, and then I heard somebody put shed all the layers. <laughs> Don't keep going. With the How do you deal with that? Like That's you just funny. be like, okay. Well, whatever. it's weird because I thought I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't get that attention when I was a kid. Like mm. when we was kids, you know, you was in. Yeah. Your color. When we was when we was kids, we was called African booty scratcher stuff. Now yeah. nobody called me chocolate as when I was yeah. a child. They called me ashy. So yeah. now getting it, it's, I actually took a year where I had to, when somebody said, oh my God, you're so handsome. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I, I would always be like, oh, you too. Or, Look at your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Give a compliment. that. But now I'm like, oh, just thank you. So it's just like, it's, yeah. let's be their fans. Yeah. Smile away. I think it's beautiful. But yeah. I've always liked chocolate boys though. So I didn't. Because you're yellow. 
I don't know. It's probably because uh, you yellow. All the men in my life are chocolate. Oh, right. Like, and yeah, my mama yellow, and I'm yellow. I actually, it's actually annoying being called yellow. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I am light skin, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. I heard that. I can't help it. But anyway, no, yeah. Follow Terrence on all the stuffs. Um, Snapchat if you're nasty. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But no, for real. Thank you so much for being here on the Black Retreat. And I will see you guys for the next episode.